0: Hello, hello, hello. Okay, let's do this. Do we all have our money-making activities? Amazing. Do we all feel clear in our money-making activities? Yes. Let me know in the
1: chat, is everyone back? Yes, it feels stretchy and so exciting. Eva says somehow, okay, we can keep refining.
0: Just double checking this is going in the group. In the group, oh, there we go, there we are yay okay amazing not everything the trim not everything the trimester feels more challenging
1: okay sit with it and just see it might just be daily a month for you guys there might not be one big thing a trimester and that's okay i just want to give you guys the option of, of of having bigger things not every single month i remember when making reels and lives felt so uncomfortable to me and now it Yes, this. I remember when making reels and lives felt so uncomfortable and now it's second nature. We have to get over that phase of learning. When we're creating, I did a post on this today. When something isn't yet an automatic, right? It takes more time. It feels laborious. But when we get used to it, it's like it just whips out of us and we don't even have to think about it. Now I'm working to three, now I'm working to a three, four day event, I love that. I wanted a weekly one as well. Okay, you can, you can do that, Sandra, you can do a week, I'm sorry, Shakti, you can do a weekly one. I have some workshops I wanna do monthly and kind of excited to get into that. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So pick your strategy, pick your MMAs and commit to it for at least three months, okay? Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if we can get 80% consistency, you are way above average and you're gonna get incredible results. Okay. I have ideas for marketing and networking and engaging with the audience, but I guess I need to find a way to encourage people to take action. Um, So that would become money-making. Well, think about that. Think about if that's policies, Think about, you know, there's things that, that, for example, in my content that I speak to, the things that block people from taking action. So the terror barrier, like all of these things, the ability to be able to describe how the mind works can be really, really helpful for business as well. Okay, I don't want to spend much longer on this. Um, and I want to really go into some of the emotional stuff. So what I want us to see is that business is simple, guys. I hope that I just pulled the veil the veil back and you're like, business is really simple, but it's not always easy. And it's not easy because our stuff comes up when we're held to something with consistency and commitment, right? Very often commitment and consistency is what triggers the parts in us that are either scared of success, scared of commitment, what it means to us, right? And so it's the emotional stuff that means that this work isn't easy, but at its core, if we cut that away, we cut away the emotionality, business is very simple and very easy.
0: Okay. Let's go to, where is it? Mm. Okay. Let's go to part two, day two. Amazing. Can you just give me a thumbs up to confirm
1: that you guys can see that? Amazing. Okay, so... In multidimensional business, we know that the physical are the practical strategies and structures, and we know the emotional and mental are the beliefs and wounds that we must alchemize to step into the fullness of our power, okay. So the first part of this is the wounds that block big deals, the second part is reducing entrepreneurial stress and pressure. The reducing the entrepreneurial stress, um, pressure and stress is somewhat linked to navigating challenge, which I will talk about again tomorrow. So we're gonna do about, we're gonna do the wounds and then we're gonna start um, pressure and stress of which we'll finish tomorrow, okay? So working through the wounds a lot block big deals. There are
0: three that I've identified. I don't feel good enough, right? Self-image, misalignment, and other people's opinions. So those are the three that we're gonna work on. And I want you to really think
1: about which ones you are falling into and which ones we can do work on. So who has doubt come up around whether they're good enough to do this? Maybe I'm not good enough at coaching, maybe I'm not good enough at social media,
0: maybe I'm not good enough as a CEO, maybe I'm not good enough as, who has that come up? Me, especially in social media, yeah. So I'm not good enough stems
1: from three places, okay? The first place is that there's a childhood wound that needs to be cleaned up. The second place is that your self-image needs an upgrade, right? The third one is that you have confused manifestation and money with worthiness. So you're working and creating your business from a place of erroneous thinking, now we aren't going to go into any like childhood inner child processes whilst we're here. So if you're like, oh, I feel like there might be some childhood trauma stuff, you guys are all in the school. So I'm just going to send you to the appropriate resources. On the Facebook group, there is a um, a guide called Inner Child Alchemy. Sorry, um, Inner Child Alchemy of Worthiness. So if you feel that worthiness is coming up for you, self-doubt is coming up for you, my recommendation is you go to there or you go to the Inner Alchemy Hub or you book in with one of our people that are getting trade in the certification to do an Inner Child process, okay? That is always available for you guys. In MDB1, I think we do an Inner Child Alchemy as well. I'd have to check that, but I'm pretty sure. And so you've got those resources there, okay? Self-image upgrade, I'm gonna explain that in the next part, but I also want you to know there is a huge amount of resources on self-image in um, the Facebook group and in the hub. So if you want to be pointed in those, you can message in those direction, you can message Tamsin. Now, the third one is cleaning up your thinking around money and worthiness. And this is a really, really big one. Shakti's like, a bit of all three, yes. <laughs> it can be all of the above, okay? So,
0: worthiness and money. This is, this, is a, this, is a, this is a piece. What do you need to know? Money, even though we're told otherwise,
1: has nothing to do with worthiness, morality, or
0: ethics. Manifestation has nothing to do with worthiness. What do we know about manifestation?
1: Manifestation is the mechanism in which we create life. It's in the mechanism in which the formless becomes form. In the science of getting rich, does Wallace D Waddles ever once talk about worthiness? No, there are four components to the science of getting rich. Mentally rehearse what you desire, hold faith and trust, take action, it shows up. (laughs) So when we start getting into this place of, I'm not worthy,
0: I'm not powerful, therefore I can't manifest, that's where we're starting to get our knickers in a twist unnecessarily.
1: Worthiness has nothing to do with manifestation
0: and nothing to do with money. At all. It has nothing to do with morality and it has nothing to do with ethics.
1: So, people who have more money are not more worthy, they're not less moral or ethical. That's the kind of shit
0: that we bind around money. That's the jaguar that we bind around money, right? And so, we need to neutralize money so we can shift our relationship with it. Money is a resource. We talked about this yesterday, right? Water is a resource. How strange would you find it if we judged people's worthiness on how much water they have? It literally doesn't make sense. How much food they have, how much gas in their tank they have. Imagine if every time you drove in your
1: car and you had a full tank of gas, you felt more worthy. And when there was less gas
0: in your tank, you felt less worthy. It's ridiculous. It's the same with money. Whether you have more money in your bank or less money in your bank, it's got nothing to do With
1: worthiness it's got to do with did you go to the gas station and do the things to fill up your bank in business it's do you know your money-making activities and do you do them (laughs) like like you could do your money-making activities feeling worthy or not feeling worthy i can guarantee if you don't do money-making activities you're not going to have money and if your
0: bank lowers and you don't go to the gas station and do your money-making activities right then you can have less money, but it's not because you're less worthy. And the reason that I'm speaking to this is that there are
1: seasons in business and life. Let's say you buy a house and you have a lot of money and then you suddenly have less money. Are you less worthy? Let's say you have a career change and you go from a comfortable um, wage to having to build your business up. Are you less worthy? Let's say you change audience. Are you less worthy? In March, there was a day that I had more money and then I paid off the house. Am I less worthy when I've paid off the house because there was less gas in my tank than there was 24 hours before? No, it's got nothing to do with worthiness, but I want to have a full tank of gas. So after I've paid for the house, I'm gonna take responsibility
0: instead of spiraling and go fill up my tank. Can we see this? Can we feel this? You're so fucking great. You make me laugh so much. Yes.
1: Can you imagine if I'm like, oh, Shakti, you've got three bottles of water.
0: You are so worthy. Like you'd be like, Hannah, fuck. And yet we do this with money and we do this with wealthy people, right? Oh, I can't go into that room. They're all successful, wealthy people. It's like, oh, I can't go into that room. All those people have more gas in their tank. Mm. So we need to be really, really clean with this. And we go back to the laws of the
1: universe. Money comes to the people that believe that they could have money. (laughs) Like like it gets to be that simple. Like it gets to be that simple. Your bank account is a reflection of the thoughts that you think about money. If you're thinking, the reason that I have a lot of money guys is because I focused on
0: generating a lot of money for time. Like that's the reason that I have money, that's it. I desire money, I believe that I can have it, I create a plan and then I execute the plan. It's very pragmatic, okay? So let's go back to this example of water. The person that has most water is the person that desires water, believes that they can have water, goes to the supermarket, buys water and brings it to their house. Going to the supermarket has got nothing to do with worthiness. It's got to do with desire, belief and taking action. That is money. So I want you guys to ask yourself some questions to really clean this up. And you can ask, how much money do I desire? And then you can ask, with the things and systems that exist in my life right now,
1: is it possible for me to create this much money? And some of you guys might have programs and infrastructures, and the answer is yes.
0: So then you can make a plan and you can go and do it, and then you have more money. For some of you guys who go, I want this much money, is it possible for me to create this much money in my life right now? And the honest
1: answer is no. So then the next question is, what do I need to do to make it possible and then do that? I know that I sound like I'm saying very, very simple things.
0: (laughs) And I know that it feels like a little bit like, but it gets to be this simple. How much money do you want? Do you have the infrastructure to create that much money
1: in your life right now? Good, make a plan and do it. If it's a no, what do you need to do to make it possible? Then do that. It might be, I need an offer. I need more clients that I need to go out and do that. But notice that this is forward moving because what people get to is that I want this much money. I don't have this much money. I feel like a failure. I spiral and I stay there. I
0: blame money. I tell myself I never wanted it in the first place. The end. But it doesn't have to be that way. And so if you want to share some of your answers in the chat, that would be amazing. If not, I'm going to give you two minutes to think about this yourself. My main challenge has been
1: to decide not to get big amounts of money from some job that doesn't fit with my desired lifestyle, yeah.
0: But the thing that is difficult, right? Isn't just the decision,
1: it's the void, right? Where we once had a mechanism. It was like, is this possible? Yes, go do it. You had a mechanism. And now we're changing mechanism of generating the resource and there is a void in between old way and new way. And what's difficult is how we hold ourselves in the void when the old
0: is no longer applicable and the new is not yet working. A void that has been scary as fuck, yeah. Of
1: course it is. And I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to diminish that because it is.
0: <laughs> but how do we deal with that, right? Is we ask ourselves, how much do I want to make? Is this possible? Okay,
1: I make a plan and I execute. And you know, if you keep making a plan and you keep, uh, keep executing at some stage, there is a certainty that it shows up. Like I said, we're about to have like our best cash month ever, like actually twice as much as I'm used to making, which is wild. And we had the worst trimester ever at the start of this year, not ever, but that's dramatic. And I had paid the team and and, and there was very, very little profit because the, the team has got, well, I've shared it's 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 money. And as an entrepreneur, It's these things that we have to come back to, right?
0: That hold us as we go through uncertainty. And I'll talk to uncertainty tomorrow. Because it's very hard to be an entrepreneur if we can't handle the void. Because there are many void periods in business. I
1: desire 30 K per month. Yes, it's possible. I just need to be in front of the right people. So this is my next step and be visible all the time. Not just when we have free events. Yes. Amazing. Now, finally that I'm doing what I need to make it possible, but I've gone through a huge freeze response. Yes. Also normal. I was super duper activated in fight or flight about February. Um, And the first step is getting out of the nervous system response. (laughs) And then um taking action from it because when we are in fight or flight it's very hard to think like cohesively so yes getting out of the huge freeze response doing what we need to do there on a somatic level and then coming to this what we can do though and what took me out of the fight and flight is anything that tells our nervous system or our unconscious mind that we're safe okay so sometimes some of this work can actually take us out of fight or flight I've never felt so determined after this wake, this wake the fuck up week, yeah. Yeah, Lee has been navigating big CEO
0: moves (laughs) and it's amazing, okay. Wound two guys.
1: self-image. How many of you guys have studied self-image with me? Put an emoji
0: in the chat. And if you haven't, just put no. No, no. Shakti
1: is exactly Shakti's put. That's a nice way to put it. No, but it's not just a nice way to put it. And I'm not sugarcoating it. And I want you to hear this. It's like what you're going through right now is 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 what it means to be an entrepreneur. And is what it means to put your CEO pants on. And is a rising into power. Okay. So even if it feels bad, like I'm celebrating you on the sideline, being like you're fucking
0: nailing this. So Sandra, no, who's done self-image with me? An emoji for yes, and then no if you've not done it. Yes. Eva says every day, yes. I want you guys to think about, yes, I feel the power within,
1: even though it feels like crap so freaking hard. I want you to know as well as, as business owners, we're allowed to feel the duality of this feels like crap and I know that I'm rising, right? So this is why sometimes the teachings of manifestation that are like, oh, you always have to be high vibe can be a bit disconcerting because it's sometimes in those moments of emotional t- turmoil that we rise most. And we wanna really allow expression of that emotion. So self-image. What is self-image? Self-image is the collection of beliefs and stories that you have about yourself in your unconscious mind that are predominantly created in childhood. So these are all the things that we think we are. And we have this pre-connotation that personality is fixed, right? We think that I am who I am because we've never, really been, we've never really seen this level of transformation in our society. It's like, I am who I am. Now, who you think you are is not who you are, it's who you, told, you were told that you were as a child. Does that make sense? Who you think you are isn't necessarily who you are, it's who you were told that you were as a child. So as a child, The collections of belief systems that I had around myself was that I am shy. I'm a geek. I'm a weirdo. I was really bullied in primary school, guys. I was not cool. Like I was the opposite of cool. I was the only foreigner in the whitest village in the UK, right? My mother felt that the kids in Spain weren't kissed enough, sorry, in England, So every time my male teenage friends would come round or female teenage friends would go round, when they'd leave our house, she would kiss them all. Do you know how strange that is in the UK? Do you know how bizarre that is? I was that kid (laughs) whose mum kissed all my friends, even the teenage boys. And now I love it, right? But what we don't realise is that as adults, we think that we're in our autonomy and, so, uh, and we're sovereign and we're you know kind of going this, this pathway that hasn't been designed for us before and we don't realize that we're operating from a place of who I thought I was as a child. And that's self-image, right? Um, self-image is the same as identity, yes. But what is identity? Identity is the core of beliefs that you have about yourself. That's all identity is, guys. It's why Joe Dispenza says your personal personality creates your personal reality, right? Shakti says, my high five is long gone this week, but I accept it, which I've never done before. That is growth. By the way, has anyone experienced during this eclipse season that old beliefs are showing up suddenly very intense? Yes, yes. I didn't realize we're in eclipse season, but that makes sense. They really don't like that in the UK. I miss it as I'm, as I'm French, as French kissing is normal for us. Yes. Sandra's like, your mum would have fit in France. You're correct. She would have done fine. You know, she would have done absolutely fine. She was very strange in Spooner Row. Um, can someone else speak to that question? What is eclipse season? I wouldn't know how to answer that eloquently. So I'm not going to pretend that I know. Okay. There is a story that blew my mind and there was a study, and you guys, if you wanna know more about self-image, can read Psycho-Cybernetics or do the sessions that we have in the School of IH. But there was a session, there was a session, there was a study that was done on children and they took children that were getting very good grades at school and children that weren't getting very good grades at school. And they decided to do an intervention. Now, instead of doing an intervention, actually they did two interventions, if I remember correctly, the first intervention was we're gonna get these kids that are performing badly at school and we're gonna give them extra tuition and let's see if their grades improve. And we're gonna compare it to an extra group, but we're not gonna give them extra tuition, but we're gonna work on their belief systems and their self image. And we're gonna tell them all the time that they're really, really smart, okay? They're really, really smart. And so what was really interesting was that the kids that had their self image changed went on to go from being D students to A students. And the students where the intervention was studying more
0: didn't really improve at all. So what does this tell us? This tells us that changing self-image is more effective than work.
1: Because we know that self-image and identity is creative. And here's the thing about self-image. If you don't believe that you're smart and you don't believe that you're a business person, right? Well, guess what? You limit your abilities. You have to remember that we're born as infinite potential, right? And our belief systems determine whether our potential is expressed or repressed. If you have a belief system, right, that you're dumb or you're not a good business owner, then all of your incredible potential around being a business owner is suppressed instead of expressed. Do you guys get where I'm going with this? So who we believe we are is who we will experience ourselves being in the world and here's the thing we can't outperform a self image so lots of people have self image that is incongruent to the type of goals that they desire i'm not a business owner right i'm um i'm not good at this i'm not good at that um what could what else does come up in business as a lot like you see this, I see this on Instagram and it like, it stresses me out. People are like, oh, I'm just a small business owner. I'm like, stop saying that, <laughs> you're limiting your results. And so when we're talking about selling high ticket, if we don't have a self image to match, then we're not gonna be able to sell that high ticket. So I'm curious again, can you guys throw in the high prices that you wanna sign again into the chat? This is something I see with entrepreneurs. They say, that's
0: the problem I have. Yeah. Every time you say, I am, you're defining yourself. That's identity. So when we do the new truths, we're working on your self image because we're making everything I am statements. I wanna see your high ticket prices in the chat. I wanna see your high ticket prices in the chat. 5K. It's so interesting. A lot of the
1: healers I've noticed in Bali are missing self-image work yet. Because here's something that happens to people is they see themselves as spiritual and then they believe that spiritual can't be wealthy. And then however great they do in business, if they've not cleaned that up on a self-image level, they're not going to become wealthy, even if they've got all the strategies right, right? So let's say you want to become a millionaire. You have to become a millionaire in self-image before you can experience it. You have to think if you want to create 100K in accounts or in savings, you have to have the self-image of someone that has hundred K in accounts, right? If you're networking as a business strategy, which I highly recommend, you need to have the self image of someone that can go into a room and be taken seriously. Because I used to experience, I would go in big rooms and then I wouldn't feel that I was taken seriously. But of course I wasn't because I saw myself as below them. I didn't have the self image to be taken seriously. So apparently eclipses, tomorrow we have a solar eclipse. And on the 5th of May, we have a moon eclipse. This can be felt days in advance. And after, it's a very transformational moment for clearing, for endings, for beginnings. There's a lot of info about it. But depending on your chart, you can understand a lot of details. Okay. So we've got prices here. 5K, um, 4K, 11K, 25K. So Shakti, we want to be aligning to the 25K. Go for your highest price point. Right?
0: 8,400. 6,000, okay? Who do you have to be on the level of identity?
1: Who do you have to be on the level of identity to receive those highest ticket pay in fulls with ease? I wanna see that in the chat. Who do you have to be
0: in terms of identity? I am that, I am that, I am money grows on trees.
1: (laughs) Love, I am that I am money, yes. I am a money magnet, I am the money tree, love. I am the money tree, that is a fucking vibe, I'm stealing that. Powerful, confident, unshakable, yes. Creative, certain, certainty attracts money, all in. I feel like I'm already the person I need to be to attract those clients. The only gap is the way that I show up and the structural stuff. Excellent awareness. Yuli, I want you to think about this more. For me, Yuli, the question is who do you have to be to buy a small house and start a community? Because that's the stretch for you. It's not necessarily the pay and fulls. The stretch for you is like the big dream. And so for some of you guys, you wanna be asking like the long-term goal and some of you guys, it might be like the pay in full. Okay. Who do you have to be? And I want you to really think about this and we're going to do a quick process on this. Right. But I want you to see, and I'm going to read this out for you because I want this to be clear in written and also for you guys to hear it. If you have the self image of a struggling business owner, so many of us unconsciously have this business is hard for me. I struggle in my business. My business grows slowly, Like you can't thrive financially. Right. If you call yourself a small business owner you're limiting your impact and growth if you see wealthy people as other right you cannot become it how many of us see celebrities and wealthy people as other right how many of you see me as other do you you know what i mean like sometimes i get that oh it's easy for you and i'm like whoa we're playing in the realms of potential How many of you people that see people on Instagram that are highly successful as other, you're rejecting the parts of you in you that are that? (laughs) Haha, I noticed that I was literally holding my breath after writing that, what the fuck does that mean? Ask your body, right? So we need to create the self image to match the high level sale or the high level goal that you wanna be hitting or making, okay? So this is what we're doing. Pick your edgiest program, or price that you wanna sell, or if you're Yuli, pick the long-term vision that scares the bejesus out of you, okay? Who do you need to become for this to be easy? Who do you need to become to go into a room with high-level people and always sign a client? That is identity. Because here's the thing, we can all network every week for the rest of our life, and there's one person that will sign a client every week and there's one person that won't sign a client in 10 years. What is the difference, self image? Actually, the first, the, sc- the first integrative healing that we ever did, one of my clients I signed with my tits out
0: on the nudist beach. You guys ask me, what was my marketing? I got naked and I went to beaches and I spoke
1: to people because businesses, relationships, and clients are everywhere, right?
0: But who was I being so that she signed up and paid? For the certification,
1: the photographer at the end said, I wanna join the school because every time I come to your house to see these things, like I just need to be in your presence more. And so the question is, who am I being that people feel that in my presence? I messaged her the other day and we've got a call when she gets back from Morocco and she's thinking of joining the school. It doesn't matter if she joins or she doesn't join. But what do you think I'm being for people to be experiencing that
0: with me? How can you become the person that creates clients and connections everywhere you go? We all got to go to the nude beach, yeah. I'm glad that you guys got that from this.
1: I saw you not that long ago until I was one to one with you, but didn't allow myself to admit it before that. And then it unfolded afterwards. Yes. The work about, sp- about self image is being so far the most important tool I've had. Yes, about clarities and my desires. It's essential. You can't outperform your self image. You have to see yourself as the millionaire before you become the millionaire. And this plays out for me. You know, sometimes I see cooler coaches on social media and, and the part of me that was like felt bullied at school. Like I feel that and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not like part of the cool club. Maybe they wouldn't want me on their podcast because I'm not cool. Or sometimes, do you know what plays out for me? People that have super duper spiritual podcasts that I really re- admire and respect. I'm like, oh, they would never want me on their podcast because I t- talk too much about money and I'm too in the taboo. And, um they would just judge me. You know, we're always telling ourselves like this, and this is all the stuff that we have to clean up. The weirdos who try and sell their business naked all over the news before people thought the craft and clothes sellers on the beach were the annoying ones. But here's the thing, it's like sales being annoying as a self-image. What if we had the the, the belief system or what if we operated from the place of like, people love it when I sell. I sell naturally and organically, it's not even a thing. Right. So spend 5 minutes here. What does the version of you that has got that believe about themselves? What does the version of you believe about life? What habits does this version of you have? How does this version of you walk into the wall, um, room? Not the wall. <laughs> what anchors can you use on a daily basis to become them? For me clothes, right? How does this version of you market? How do they show up? How do they speak? What will
0: change in your life starting today after going through this process? I that is so perfect, that is so perfect. And it's in these things guys We think that business is
1: strategy and it is, right? But these things, caring about other people's opinions,
0: these are the things that hold us back. These pieces, And I want you to think about something. Who do you think that Steve Hardison bees to have a
1: waiting list of people that want to pay him 200,000 for 10 hours
0: or 20 hours, whatever it is, without a solid marketing strategy? Exactly, Daniela. I ask myself, you know, as we did six-figure offerings, what's the level of coach that I have to be to charge that? Exactly, Yuli. Three more minutes being with these questions. Okay, fabulous. Do we all have the answers to those questions? An emoji for yes.
1: Remember that you guys get the PDFs and the recording and you can come back to this whenever you want.
0: Okay, we're gonna do a super duper quick, five minute alpha wave that we're gonna then put in the meditation
1: bank on the podcast for you guys. So, we're going to get that alpha wave um, upgrade, but we're going to do it in unison with this piece. Okay. So, I'm going to share this piece and then we'll close with the meditation. Rachel has put a little chicken coming out of the side of egg.
0: <laughs> so, guys, you guys can come back to this and use this. So, wound three is the first wound is I don't feel good enough. The second wound
1: is um, self image needs an upgrade. The third wound is other people's opinions of you are limiting your growth. I quickly want to talk to the self image upgrade before we even go into this. And I want you guys to watch this in yourself because how do you know that your self image needs an upgrade?
0: Imposter syndrome when you go into a room and you don't feel like you're a fit, when you feel like something's too big for you,
1: when you're like, this is, this is, this, like, when you put people above you, this is all self-image upgrade work. So what wound three is other people's
0: opinions. Other people's opinions. How many of you guys have struggled with other people's opinions? Me, big time, me, my whole life, me. How do we think that other
1: people's opinions can block us in business? Can you guys name ways? Depending if they're my clients or not, okay. What happens if they're your clients or not? Can
0: you expand on that, Yuli? It kept me small. How? Let's flesh this out. I didn't wanna change my name on IG. I freeze and I don't do anything. Yeah. What else?
1: Thinking I need to make everyone okay, happy or like me. Yeah. I did though, eventually, yeah. So let's talk about this, right? Yeah, Yuli says, if my clients pedestal me and then villainize me, it hurts. Yes, it does. (laughs) Mm -mm. I can confirm. Such a freeing feeling to let go of that, shut down my voice, yeah. So here's the thing with needing everyone to like us or be happy with us, is that it's gonna really shift our behavior. We know this, but there are different ways that this can show up, right? It can show up in the fact that you don't show up on on social media authentically because you're like, I only want people to accept me. And if I post something and someone thinks that it is X, Y, and Z,
0: then I'll have a spiral and I don't want that. So I'm gonna filter myself and I'm gonna water myself down, right?
1: It can show up in running a team. Oh, my team member didn't do what I asked them to do, but because I want my team member to like me, I'm not holding the standards for the business and therefore we're losing money. It can show up with like, you know, when we've held people to contracts and they've not liked it when people have wanted to drop out of contracts. Right. And we've said, no, I mean, most people take it good. We don't really get many people that don't, you know, um, for example, the restructure was difficult because we thought that, and we knew that some people might have opinions over that. But we also
0: knew that this is the way the business had to go, right? If you're coaching and you want your client to like
1: you more than the truth, then you might not say everything that you need to say as a coach. You might not give them the tough love that they need because you want to be liked more, right, than saying the truth and then they don't like you. You might you know, if a client messages you and they're like, can you respond to this now? If you need your clients to like you, right? And you uh, abandon yourself in order for that, you might always be crossing your boundaries. You might be always answering messages, even though it doesn't work on your time. And then that can build resentment and you might start resenting your clients. So this is really, really important work. Teacher Sage calls this goop, good opinion of others and how we don't want to be swimming in goop. Can you expand on that idea, Daniela? I haven't heard that before. It's such a freeing feeling to let that go. Yeah. Um, I need to spend time. Oh, this is. Oh, I love this. Ever and Yulia connecting. This is amazing. This is amazing. See, when we go into groups of people, guys, and we say things, then stuff happens, right? We sometimes think that networking is really sleazy, but like every newly might have just made a match there. And it's like, it gets to be a win-win. We get to network in the place of win-win, right? Network within the school. You guys are all creators, you're all visionaries. So why can't you create something together? So good opinion of others is other people opinions and that we don't wanna swim in the pool of other people's opinions on us as it limits us. Yes. Yes. How many of you guys
0: haven't said what you wanted to really say because you didn't wanna offend someone? Eva says, for some reason, I always felt that other people don't take me seriously, especially difficult after working
1: for a long time in a men's world and very macho cultures, but also in Spain where I struggle for them to take serious because of my sweet physical appearance. So, Eva, I'm gonna give you some gold here. I really struggled with this as well um, because I saw myself as a young girl, girl, not woman. I saw myself as a young girl. And that changed, not when other people changed, it changed when I started asserting myself as a woman. It changed when I changed how I saw myself. And I no longer call myself a young girl anymore. And I no longer say that it's a man's world. I say to myself, people see me for who I am. And it shifted my experience so much. I'm in a mastermind, I've told you I'm the youngest. And I have like people in their seventies coming to my free events. So don't underestimate what it means to be a young woman in this world who has done her work. Watch out world, watch out world. And and ever, I mean, Tam will tell you the time we went to this shop, this designer shop when we were um, renting some dresses for a photo shoot. And Tam will tell you about this time. And I don't know if this is a good thing to teach but I'm gonna tell you the truth. And the woman looked down on me, you know, she was a designer and clearly she uh, uh, she decided that like, I wasn't rich, you could just tell, right? This is not that long ago. And I don't tolerate anymore being belittled. I mean, it depends on the day. Sometimes I don't care, I've got nothing to prove. But this woman really was like, she was very condescending. She was this Spanish older fashion designer. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't know if I should teach this, but this is the truth, okay? And I asserted myself and I put myself in my place. And you can tell the energy change. She realized, right? This girl ain't broke. This girl knows what she's talking about, right? Because she was, you know, really dominating me in the fact that I have all of these, like, designer clothes. I'm like, baby, have you been to my wardrobe? Don't fucking judge me, you know? And I really held that energy. And yeah, Tam was like, yes, it was powerful. I was like, this is not something that I allow. And this is why I talk about being, being stronger than anything, okay? Because just because I'm five foot three and I got a face like a 15 year old, does not mean that you get to put me in a box. And we're allowed to hold that and it can be very loving and it doesn't have to be rude. I have a lot working in the retail world. You never know who you're speaking to. You never know who you're speaking to. Don't judge on the appearance. It doesn't mean anything. Camille just linked us up with um, a realtor uh, in Ibiza and he's clearly extremely successful, extremely successful. And you look at him, he's got a piercing, he's got shorts, you'd never guess, right? So why don't we just see the greatness in everyone, okay? I had a friend recently and he used to say several times a day, who is a good girl? And I couldn't put my finger on it at first, but then I realized it made me feel so freaking small and I asked him to stop and it took a good amount of time to make him stop. But now he doesn't because I don't allow it. Yeah. Who's a good girl? Fuck off. I'm not a good girl. I'm alive and I'm a human being. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, so we can sometimes energetically say fuck off and
0: it's okay. That's that's what I want to share.
1: So this is taken from Andrea Crowers, um, Crowder's body of work. I shared her. I say that a lot of the time. Um, it's deeply spiritual. Um, she does some really incredible work with a therapy called RTT. Um, I'm not trained in it. I'm not certified in it. But this is a piece that is really powerful that I want to share with you guys. And I've spoken to this, right? So the reason that other people's opinions affect us is because we very often take other people's opinions and we make them part of our identity. Now we've just done self-image. So if someone calls you a little good girl and you absorb that as I'm a little good girl, your self-image manifests, right? If I go to a shop and someone looks down on me and I think, oh, she must be right, I must be less than, and then I hold less than in my self-image, that affects my business. If you have a client that is triggered and says, you did this and you are this, right? And you don't filter it and you make it part of your self-image, then that's going to affect how you you show up in the world, right? So we need to really be able to create a distinction, right? Between what someone says and whether we take it on. And this is a quote that Andrea Crowder uses. And I think it's so beautiful, because I don't know if you guys have ever received a projection or you've ever been in a space with disagreement and your nervous system switches on, because here's the thing, on a, on a nervous system level, we're designed evolutionary to belong, right? We're meant to do everything in our power to belong. So when we don't feel that we belong, it, 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 we, we switch on a survival response. That's a thing. They don't like me, I've been rejected, I'm in survival. And that's where we go into fight, flight. So fight is I get defensive. Flight is I run away. Fawn is I try and please the person. Freeze is I just stop doing anything. And so is that helpful for us in business and life? If, we, if we're creating our business from that place? No. So we want to disengage this. And these words work to tap into the unconscious mind to disengage this. So I am learning that their mind is interpreting information that whatever they say, right? So let's take that woman in the shop. I am learning that, my ma- that their mind is interpreting the information that I am less than them because I don't work in fashion. I'm learning that their mind interprets information that worthiness is based on fashion. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, but do you know what I mean? I'm learning that their mind is thinking, I'm learning what their mind is thinking and I'm learning how their mind is processing data, right? I'm learning nothing about myself. Do you hear that? I learn how their mind is processing data and I'm learning nothing about myself. Again, I'm learning about how their mind interpreted data, but I'm learning nothing about myself. And so you can visualize this as a cartoon, right? Above their head, we've got question marks. We've got like exclamation marks. And we're like, I'm learning how their mind processes data. I'm learning nothing about myself. Because let's go back to you you set a boundary and someone has a negative reaction. They feel that you're doing something to them. And then they might say to you, you did this and it made me feel this way. What do we know about personal responsibility with emotions? Can anyone do anything to make you feel anyway?
0: And I don't mean that you can go and punch someone in the face, okay? But... can we create a separation between what comes out someone's mouth and who you are because if we can't do this it's very very hard to show up authentically so we've got here
1: my first reaction is I want to smack that person okay that's fight (laughs) I'm pre-menstrual so I tend to be angry in this space same for me Lol, and Hannah speaking about not punching people in the face. And Danielle is actually like, I would like to punch people in the face and um, very frequently. This is a great method of separation to not take projections. I love this, right? Now, when we distinguish this, right, what's going to happen is when we manage to get out of the emotion of this, we can see clearly the truth of the situation. Thinking about the serpent and the jaguar in those moments help me sometimes. Yes. Zooming out. So we can do this. And I say this to myself all of the time. So when I got blackmailed, she said very nasty things about me. I'm a fraud. I'm a, like, I just can't I, I can't even remember because I haven't ret- retained them, which is really important. But we could have a list with about 20 items of very horrible character traits that I have. OK, and I had to sit with it and I had to be like, I am learning how this person thinks I'm not learning anything about myself. Because if I had learned from that, even if it's unconsciously that I'm a fraud and I'm a terrible human being, guess how I'm gonna be showing up? I'm gonna be showing up in an overcorrect, trying to prove to everyone that I'm great, right? And we're responsible for that. So we're gonna do two processes here and we're gonna close with this. Yeah, an aggressive reaction, or it could be, it can be aggressive outwards to them, or it can be aggressive inwards towards ourselves. Right? Both are aggressions. And what I want you to hear is with this woman that was blackmailing, I didn't get in a fight with her. I didn't try and tell her that what she believed was wrong. I held my boundary, which was, I'm deleting your email and blocking you. and blocking you from all of my spaces. And I did get into the drama for a second because it really hurt. So I want you guys to know that I don't execute perfectly. I'm an imperfect ambassador of these things because I'm also human and I'm also learning. But this is what we're all working towards, okay? We're all working towards this, myself included. So we're going to do a process, right? The process is going to be a self-image process. We're going to do alpha brainwave. We're going to reprogram self-image, but what we're also going to do, and I know this is going to be weird, is that we're gonna practice in our unconscious mind, visualizing you embarrassing yourself and someone judging you and you feeling very safe and happy. Because an unconscious nervous system level, this is gonna tell your brain and body
0: that when you embarrass yourself or you're visible, that you're safe and you can come back to this as many times as you want, okay? What I want you guys to tap into
1: is how differently do I feel after doing this, okay? Eva says, amazing, I got shivers with your powerful and humble words, yeah. We are all imperfect ambassadors of what we teach as physical humans not ascended masters, you know? I ain't pretending to be enlightened, you know? This is amazing. This also reminded me when I got people to share my reels and IG, I get super excited and my ego's like, they're sharing it to gossip about you. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And I reframe that they're sharing because my content is gold, yeah. Okay, tomorrow we'll go into reducing stress and pressure, but let's spend some time programming in safety. Um, So just find a comfy position. We're gonna do this process guys, and because it is an alpha brainwave and sometimes we can be a bit like relaxed afterwards, you guys are welcome to go off and journal, but I'm gonna finish the process and I'm gonna end the call, okay? We can share tomorrow. Before we do this, I want to remind you guys that we're going to have a question thread, sorry, a a homework thread in the school. There was day one yesterday, There's going to be day two, and there's going to be all the days. The homework, all it is, is just making sure that you go through the PDFs and you do the activities shared, right? So yesterday, it would be the steps that I taught. Today, it would be making sure that you've got your MMAs or MMFs um bloody hell guys all of these acronyms and i'm so dyslexic my brain is like what am i trying to say we will just stick to one um and then doing the self-image piece and any other activities that you've got in this pdf right not including the stress and pressure stuff that we're going to work on from tomorrow Are the PDFs in the Facebook group? Yeah, the PDFs are in the Facebook group and they're in the hub. Anything that you need, just message Tamsin. Okay, fab. Let's get comfy. Can you guys just let me know before I begin, whether you can hear my voice over the music? It's good? Okay. We're going to close our eyes. We're going to just take three big, long inhales and exhalations through our mouth. Inhaling through our nose, exhaling through our mouth. Returning to a natural breath, just checking in with your body, giving your body permission to relax anything that needs to be relaxed. And just feeling a ripple of relaxation going down from the top of your head. And your shoulders, your arms, your chest, your belly, your hips, your legs, your feet. <sighs> We're going to start to visualize in front of your eyes the number three, three times. Three.
0: three three
1: feeling your whole physical body relax even mm. now visualizing the number two in your mind three times two two. Feeling your brain and your mind relax even more. Visualizing the numbers one, three times. One, one, one. Feeling your focus and concentration coming to your center. As we count down 10 to 1. 10, 9, visualize a scene and you're going to bring to mind a situation in your life where you feel that someone has said something and it has hurt you and it has activated you. And in this situation, I want you to visualize this person opposite you. And I want you to see them saying the words that you have experienced as hurtful. Maybe this is a real situation or maybe this is a assumption or story that you have played out in your mind. Either one is fine. As you see this person saying or thinking things, I want you to imagine question marks and exclamation marks about their head. And as they say these things, I want you to remind yourself and program in. I am just learning how their mind thinks and processes data. I am learning nothing about myself. Start to feel the emotion neutralize. Again, I am just learning about how their mind interprets data. I am learning nothing about myself. Feeling your body shift. I am just learning how they interpret information and how their mind processes data. I am learning nothing about myself. Relief. I am learning how their mind interprets data, but I'm learning nothing about myself. Just feeling that situation neutralize, feeling those words no longer activate you and no longer have that effect on your system and Letting go of that scene, coming back into yourself, and we're going to visualise another scene. In this scene, you see yourself in a classroom. In this classroom, you are not the only student. start to see the classroom filled with people, all different forms of people. Maybe people you admire, maybe people you like or don't like. And across the room, see a teacher. And start to see the teacher speaking to the class. And he asks a question. And as he asks a question, you raise your hand and you're smiling and you're giddy. And you visualize yourself giving the most ridiculous answer. And everyone in the classroom looks at you. And the teacher scoffs and corrects you in front of everyone. And you feel. This is safe. And so you visualize everyone laughing and looking at you, being like, what are they doing? And you're smiling, and you're smiling, and you're smiling, and you're smiling. And And you feel good, and you feel good, and you feel good. And there's nothing wrong, and there's nothing wrong, and there's nothing wrong. And there's nothing to change, and there's nothing to change, and there's nothing to change. And so the scene keeps playing out and the teacher starts to speak again. And this time you interrupt him and you stand up and you shout something ludicrous and the whole class looks at you and the teacher, the teacher looks at you and they said, no, that is wrong. And you feel good and you feel good and you feel good and there's nothing wrong and there's nothing wrong and there's nothing wrong. And you're smiling and you're smiling and you're smiling and there's nothing to be afraid. is safe and so the teacher keeps speaking and the class keeps playing out and you visualize yourself in the seat feeling completely comfortable you're so comfortable people are looking at you people might be talking about you the teacher clearly thinks you are silly and you feel comfortable 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 only you feeling comfortable you're completely 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 safe in this moment there is nothing wrong, there's nothing to fix, there's nothing to change. You're safe, you're safe, you're safe. You can't get it wrong, you can't get it wrong, you can't get it wrong. And so you're visualising this scene. There's judgement, there's disagreement. You've been visible, you said the wrong thing, and there is no danger. You're completely and utterly safe. <sighs> a long exhale. And as we inhale, we let go of that scene and we come into the final scene. In this final scene, we see a giant white staircase. It's this giant white staircase. It's in front of us. And we start to walk up this giant white staircase. Step by step. Till there are only three.
0: Three, two,
1: one. You open the door, and on the other side, you see the goal, you see the dream. You see the version of reality that coexists with you right now, where you sign high-ticket clients like hotcakes. And so you step through that door and you take a seat and you just watch this version of. they move. Watch who they be. Watch how they connect with each thing around them. Maybe there are other people there and you can see how they hold themselves in a room. In a second, you're going to walk over to them and you're going to merge with their body. And when you merge with their body, you're going to start to find the rhythm they move their body in, in life. As you do this, you might want to move your physical body. Three, two, one. Walking over. Merging with them. You become one with them. Just start to visualize yourself going through a full normal day of this version of you. What's the first thing they do when they wake up? How do they feel when they wake up? What do they think? Somewhere else to work? Do they work at home? Who do they see on their normal working day? How do they feel in their normal working day? What habits do they have and they commit to every single day? See it all playing out perfectly. What do they eat? How do they eat? How do they breathe? Who do they see? How do they feel when they're posting on social media, if they post on social media? How do they feel and think as they run their to look down at your phone in your visualisation, opening the banking app and seeing how much there is, feeling how you feel in your body as you look at the resource that you have your evenings? Who do you spend your evenings with? How do you feel in your evenings? What are the routines for dinner, for bed? What are your non-negotiables before you go to sleep every single day? steps every single day your success is inevitable going back to that door walking down the stairs until there are only three more left as I count back to three getting more and more in your body more and more into the present moment knowing that you're bringing this and the energetic with you as you walk one moving your fingers and your toes two starting to maybe move your shoulders and your head three opening your eyes coming back into the room feeling much much better than before i'll see you guys tomorrow for where we talk about releasing pressure, pressure and stress if you want to share about your experience the facebook group is a great place actually it would be amazing you know if everyone reintroduce themselves to the group, we've got lots of new people. So if you want to put a post about your dreams, your goals, what's come through, um, what's alive in your life at the moment, that would be amazing. And you can show how you with each of your homeworks, the homework thread for today will be posted today as well. Sandra says, I feel bliss. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. I'm excited for tomorrow. We'll see each other very soon. That was an awesome medi. You're also welcome. It was a three, three, three layer meditation. I ended up standing and dancing. Oh, I love that. Okay. I adore you. I'll see you all tomorrow at three.